Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, is hitting the road this summer from May 31st through June 14th. We're doing part two of our U.S. live tour. Whoa. I came up with the name for this one. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Areas Tour. Very kind good. of similar. Dungeons you know? and Daddies, the Areas Tour, feet Taylor Swift. We're hitting the road again. Midwest and East Coast dates on sale. Tickets are available now. We're starting up in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to Milwaukee, Chicago, Indianapolis, Detroit, Pelham, Tennessee, Atlanta, New York, Philadelphia, and Boston. Wow. More info on our website, dungeonsanddaddies.com slash live. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Pretty Litter. It's springtime. Get baby. your dick up. Oh, sorry. That's oh, what? Nope, good. not this. No. Sorry. Sorry, we got so many ads. Pretty, right, litter, is... pretty litter is delivered in discreet packages. Discreet packaging. <laughs> And it smells nice. Rather, it smells like nothing because it traps odor with its powerful crystal matrix. It's ultra-absorbent, lightweight, low-dust. One six-pound bag works right for the month. It's a kitty litter. And this crystal matrix allows for changes in color in case your cat has potential illnesses. In the Unfortunately, red pill. no one can be told what the crystal yes. matrix is. You have yeah. to piss on it to find out. <laughs> like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, basically anything that goes through the pee hole, it can detect it. See that cat dressed in red? <laughs> <laughs> that's mine. Look at, Look at that. that. <laughs> Pretty Litter also ships free. You think that's piss you're breathing? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. They'll have to have big, huge kitty litter bags all over the place. The my cat's those. just been taking a dump in the desert of the real. Ha! <laughs> I don't want <laughs> Sorry, too many good Matrix things. One time my cat um, peed and it was like telling the litter box, like, dodge this. I hate this litter box. One time it's I'm the like... smell. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I just like that movie. <laughs> Three litter yep. is amazing. You have to try it. It gives me peace of mind for my cat's yeah. health especially when it comes to piss-related health issues. And it's also a great kitty litter, too. Go to prettylitter.com slash daddies. Yeah. That's prettylitter.com slash daddies to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy, prettylitter.com slash daddies. Yeah, it's <gasps> For bad. me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Last time I got pretty litter in the mail from them, I got a little cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Haya. Oh wow! I did not realize I was surrounded by some black belts in karate. It's not martial art, Beth. It's a pediatrician-approved superpower chewable vitamin. Most of the time, when you talk about children's vitamins, it's just candy. It's just gummy bears. I don't tell oh. my mom. That was my whole trick as a little kid. Was it? Yeah, I'd be like, mm, I'm, I want some vitamins, mom. But really, I just wanted that sweet, sugary goodness. Oh, Most I thought you were going to say you replaced your vitamins with gummy bears because that would be that a, a smarter move. I could have done that. Well, you might as oh, well no. because most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and contribute to Disgusting. a of health issues. Ew, gross. High fills the common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste they love. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins Ooh. and minerals, including vitamin D, 
B12. 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 <laughs> that one came out weird. That was wrestling here for vitamin B12. Oh, vitamin D. Oh, mama. B12. That's why this is all this. Oh, my God. Mercy. Folate. Vitamin C. <laughs> it's vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, non-GMO, everything else. Would that you, you imagine. say that this product is a hunka hunka burden love? It's designed for kids two and up and sent straight to your door, so parents have one less thing to worry about. They taste good, even though I don't take I don't take them. Oh, my pills, <laughs> my gummies. <laughs> they also have a new kids probiotic and nighttime essentials. We worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling yeah. children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash daddies. This deal is not available on their regular website. This is a special Secret URL. You understand? Deal. Secret oh, website. One for the money and two for the great vitamins you're getting. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H, HayaHealth.com slash daddies, and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Dungeons and Daddies is a rowdy, horny, violent podcast for grown-ups. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Previously on Project Runway. This week, your challenge was to examine your feelings about fatherhood and explore your fears. Glenn, I know you recently experienced the loss of your demon son to a hell dimension. You are also a DJ. Shit, but that don't bother me no more. I got my eyes up, baby. Let's see your design. Me and Nick Jr. got a pretzel. Ooh. So you didn't complete the design. Uh -huh. no. oh, Heidi, uh, Miss Klum, if I may, uh, maybe eating a pretzel was Glenn's design. Very symbolic and conceptual, Glenn. Great job. We're trying to support Glenn right now. He's going through a really tough time. What about your design, Henry? Oh, well, I made an ensemble with the utility of a backpack and the architecture of pants. A sort of cargo pant, if you will. I see. How does that reflect one of your sons spontaneously hating you? I, uh, well, you know, I, I you don't really try to, uh, I really try. <laughs> oh, my son. Hey, guys, I got some polos, some green polos with a Pep Boys logo on it. Well, but, but the, the boys are us. Ron, you're about to face your evil father. What was your design? I don't want to think about that now, but look at my fabulous die-high tube socks. Normally, we only eliminate one designer per episode, but in Actually, this case, two polo shirts. I'm not sure anyone will survive Woo! next week. Just got a thousand gold, baby! And holy shit, is that John Deere tractor? Welcome to Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast. Instead, uh, Dungeons and Dragons podcast. About oh, it's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Yeah. Oh. Since when? Uh, Arguable. Yeah. Uh, it is about four dads, or I guess three dads and their no, friends. No, you're a dad, Glenn. Three Once dad, a dad, always a dad. Four dads. One might be the dad of a rat. 40 to 50 feral dads. <laughs> 40 to 50 feral dads. <laughs> Belonging to a land of high fantasy and magic in the quest to rescue their lost sons. My name is Freddie Wong. I play Glenn Close, the rock and roll DJ bard of the group. DJ Danger Close. DJ Danger Close. This week's Glenn fact, a little, a little bit more about the DJ career. Glenn got into DJing at a time when like turntablism was super hot. So he got really good at doing like the wiki wiki, you know, like all the sick, you know, turntablism beats. Mm -hmm. There's one thing you find out if you're good at turntablism and you play anywhere. Nobody wants to <laughs> listen to you scratch records. No, thank you. Hard no from everybody. So that's a skill set that went to waste. I would actually like that. 
You know, so you say that now. You say that now because you. Would yeah, want if you that. want to clear a dance floor, you take a song that people like and you start scratching over it, and you just watch everybody stop moving. They're like, oh, okay, oh, okay, all right. Mm. Hey, everybody. My name is Matthew Arnold, real life dad playing a fictional dad. Matt uh, named nipple play Arnold. Matt nipple play Arnold. That's what I'm known for. <laughs> <laughs> what is the move? What are you talking? What are you talking about? Matt has I'm yes, so Andy. I'm yes, Andy. What Beth said. <laughs> We're in a weird energy. You'll find out why during Anthony's dad fact. Listener, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> he just started saying nipple play. Hi, I'm Anthony Gaslightbird. <laughs> That's right. I play Daryl Wilson, a stay-at-home coach dad who becomes a barbarian upon entering the Forgotten Realms. I have to stop myself from saying his wife every time you say Anthony. <laughs> every episode. Okay, so I have two dad facts. This is specifically because Anthony said the podcast is no longer going to be funny. So I have two dad facts. <laughs> yeah, that's yes. what I said. I have two dad facts. Neither of them funny. One of them's not funny by design. The other one's just probably not funny. One will be for next week. One's this week. Do you want the not funny oh one? Oh, my God. God. Wow. Yes. <laughs> give me the not. Give me the intentionally not funny the one. The intentionally not funny one? Yeah. Okay, so for after Frank died, Daryl couldn't pick up the phone from his mother for about 10 years because his mom's the one that called him to tell him that his dad died. Oh, my God. Wow, that's great. You see the name and he just, like, couldn't answer. He would just have to call back later. He couldn't oh. pick up that phone. That's cool. But he would still talk to her. He would call her. Yeah, eventually, yeah. But, they haven't but he couldn't answer that phone because of text? what he remembers. Because it might be that his dad was dead again. <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah, he was an idiot. <laughs> Daryl, your dad already died. Oh, worse. He's back. I've got good news and bad news, Daryl. I remarried. Bad news is he died, too. <laughs> All right. Wow. Jeepers creepers. Nipple play. All right, go. Go, Will. Hey everyone, I'm Will Campos. I play Henry Elk, the Birkenstock Rockin', Crunchy Munchy, <laughs> Nipple Whipple Druid. Nipple dad. Whipple? Yeah, I'll take a large nipple Whipple. Does that come with sprinkles? Uh, He's a druid. He's a dad. His name's Henry Oak. I play him. My Henry fact this week, uh, Henry's favorite color is the rainbow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it really, it's Happy like, Pride. Well, yeah, Happy Pride. And, you know, <laughs> it's... <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like all the colors come together. What can they accomplish? A beautiful rainbow. That's why it's his favorite like it. color. But they still say separate. No, but they're all like separate a... but equal. Yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> oh, <no>. All right. <laughs> I thought it was beautiful. Ferguson. I get it. Yeah, I love it. Hello, my name is Beth May. Beth uh, Miracle Nip May. <laughs> oh my god, the tangy oh, no. zip of Miracle Nip. <laughs> Put it on anything. Um, <laughs> and I play Ron Stampler. Emotionally detached stepfather and rogue. Fun fact about Ron this week that actually comes from. <laughs> Good for him. Good for him. Actually comes from. I'm not going to make it through this episode. I know. We'll be okay. We'll We're be okay. so scared of how fucking evil Anthony's going to get yeah. in I 10 know. seconds. It's like, get all the yucks out no, I'm now. I'm excited to be sad. Oh my God. Well, fun Beth May fact. I love crying. Okay. But also, fun fact about Ron that. Came from Freddie. Good for him. I dreamt this dad fact. And I woke up and I was like, I guess this is okay. And she was like, it was good. I'm like, no, nah, it wasn't that good. But Well, actually, reading it now, I'm not actually sure. I, like, it <laughs> was this of... a fucking writer's <laughs> workshop? What is going on? Just say Bring the thing. Just fact. say the thing. Okay, okay. Ron has a porn folder, but it's not his. It belongs to whoever tore it out of the magazine originally. But I'm like, this still is like, what magazine? Where? Where did he find it? But you know what? I think that really captures. Wait, 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 I don't wait, understand. Wait. 
love he has it. a folder. It's a so is it a physical they, folder? They pulled a manila folder out no, of a no, porn no. magazine. It's, yeah. it's Ron calls the centerfold in a porno mag the porn folder. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fold. You fold That's it. That's funny. Okay, I get that. That's fun. Okay, like a mad fold in. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He's like, and it's like, well, it's like Ron has a porn folder. It's like, yes, it's this one page. I have a bunch. <laughs> I have so many. Yeah. Uh, hi, it's me, Anthony. Your dad. When I say your dad, I'm referring to these four people, not you, listener. We're not friends. I want to keep. I want to head that parasocial bullshit off of the past. Nice. I don't know you. I don't know. I you. don't know you. So my dad fact is the reason we're all kind of punch drunk is I got here what I thought was early. I was about 15 minutes early, and I was like, oh, you know what I can do while I'm here is get my will and testament signed Funny. over the internet this is on, true. using an online notary. And so it ended up taking an hour and a half and everyone was just sitting here waiting to record while Matt and Freddie and I stood next to my camera talking to a notary in Florida who could not have been less enthused with our jokes, <laughs> really couldn't have. At some point, Matt, when I was she signing, smiled, Matt said, she, uh, she kind of laughed. Matt said, hey, have you ever notarized anything by somebody so famous as he was signing something? And she went, probably. <laughs> She was great. I like Anthony starting off with this, like, I'm going to block my parasocial bullshit right now after two weeks of talking about his butthole wax <laughs> and now talking about how he's preparing for his you own demise. You can know about my ass. You can't know about my heart. <laughs> <laughs> but that said, my will and testament is done. So when you see me, if you want to kill me, I can't argue with it. Also, here's a warning for this episode. Uh, there's a good chance they're going to meet Willie and it's going to be really dark. So this is a content warning, not just for the listeners, but for everybody in this room. He's going to be peak mean. Nothing has changed with Willie. He's going to be a very bad, very cruel, emotionally abusive Can't person. Wait. But I'm going to be bringing the heat, too. Yeah, but Beth is going to be... Actually, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so, to summarize, last episode, you went to a mall, somehow got away with a thousand extra goals. Somehow. You ended up with a John Deere uh, lawnmower that, to use Matt's terms, wooden slabs were attached to that is now your transportation. Just call us Parker Lewis, because we can't lose. <laughs> Anyone? What? I don't no. want to. Parker Lewis all, can't lose. It was a Ferris Bueller type show, yeah. It was good. Parker Lewis Can't Lose is an American teen sitcom that originally oh aired on God. Fox from September 1990 to June You can't run away from these feelings Produced by Clive Phillips Productions. William. Okay, all right. Last time we left you, you said you were on your way to Swankery Hill, the location of Ron Stampler's anchor and the final anchor of the group. And you had the suspicion that you were going to run into Willie. What anchors have we actually destroyed, though? You haven't destroyed any other than Glenn's blunt. Did we destroy the blunt? No, no, I don't think we destroyed no, it. No, but I think it's, it's got no power anymore. Yeah. Well, you dropped it and it kind of broke because Daryl was trying to roll it into something, right? And then you, Nick's not your kid anymore. Yes, so. it, has, it lost it, it all of its power. power. But yeah. yeah, it's not broken, broken. Just to summarize what happened with the other anchors, you still have them. The overnight oats you still have. The supper bowl you have, but you also know, because Aaron told you, that there was a cloaking spell on it, that the anchor isn't actually the supper bowl. The anchor is Hayden, and the yeah. Supper Bowl itself is just the cloaking spell. Well, it's also like if we break the Supper Bowl, won't like... Then all of his memories will go back to him, yeah. And he'll become my dad. He has the soul of your dad right now. He will then also have the memories of your dad. But yeah, mm. the final anchor, you don't know what form it'll take, but you know that it's in Swankery Hill. So do you want to just approach Swankery Hill and just get right to it? In our John Deere. Yeah, I mean, I could actually use somebody to take out some extra aggression on. Does anybody want to... Oh, right here, buddy, right all here. Right. I put my arms up. Let's oh, well, Ron, you could just like lower the uh, blades on this mower and just be trimming as you go. I could teach you some mindfulness breathing exercises. I don't want my... I, I, you know what, Henry? What, yeah, if, what if you pretend to be Willie, and I'll just say oh, gosh. everything that all I right, want to say. Alright, we can do some role play. That's, you know... Okay. Alright, okay. Hey, Ron, it's me, Willie, your dad. Hey, you're not a good person, and I don't um, 
think that you should be around here. <clears throat> well, you're stupid, Ron. I, yo, you're stupid. And I don't think that you wear your clothes well and uh, you're dead. Oh, ouch. You got me so Jeez. bad. Oh. Terry Jr. pats you on the back and goes, got him. Hey, Ron, got that him. was really good. That was yeah. really great. You yeah. Know? Yeah. No, I felt, I felt good about Let it. Let me know if you want to try again and we can up the difficulty. I feel like that was like Willie on easy mode, but like, really? I, I don't know. I felt pretty angry, you know, like that was me going pretty hard. <laughs> Yeah. So maybe, yeah. Well, I was also thinking that, like, it's been a while since we've seen him. And so maybe he won't be, you know, maybe he's changed his mind. Uh, 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 Ron, last, um, <clears throat> uh, he, he cut off Walter's legs just recently. Well, I mean, he, Bounty Hunter. I mean, it's. Him. I don't know why I'm defending him. Yeah. yeah. It was Henry, just by instinct, is like devil's advocate. Henry's like doing the defense attorney for the mafia. It wasn't actually Willie. Was- you know, Ron, I think a good mantra at times like this, a rantra, if you will, is to hope for the best, but prepare for the worst. You know, maybe he's chilled out a little bit, but in case he hasn't, we got to go in ready, you know. Ready. Ready for the. Ready. And what is it, Glenn? How does it go? It's ready for the big ride, comma, baby. Ready for the big ride, baby. I'm so fucking angry and pumped and manly and. And I'm I'm just gonna you know there's no better businessman than I am because well, I'm, yeah, you're a I'm about business and I'm about man and uh, you know what let's seize this energy before Ron crashes because I feel like this is we're only gonna get so what much do you mean of this. Cr- what do you mean crash I just let's go no, no, with no, the flow no, let's go with the I, you know let's seize uh, okay. the moment. And let's go. But first, I do want to say goodbye to my boys because uh, I assume we're not taking them with us, right? We're not going to take the kids to to Willie. Like he's really fucking scary, guys. Like I'm pretty scared of him. Terry's like, I should probably go, right? Yeah, for sure. You got. I mean, kids that you need the sun. Yes. Yeah, there might be stuff for me. I don't Wait, know. Ashley, Terry, can I talk to you? Like, you know, stepfather, stepson. Uh, yeah. What's what's up? Well, like without all the rest of the guys. Oh, sure, okay. sure, for sure, for sure, sure. for sure. You know, I, I got a new will. You guys want to like notarize it with me? You guys want to be my witnesses? We can just do that for a while. <laughs> like, while. That's going to take like 90 minutes. <laughs> we can do that for a while while Ron talks. That's, you want me to witness? You're, yeah. Wow. Yeah, you go off and do that, and I will do the manliest thing that one man can do, which is give advice to my stepson. <clears throat> all right, what's up? What's the, hit me with the advice. Terry, you don't have to do this. You can, you don't have to go with us. You can stay here. I, uh, I mean, you're like, I don't, I don't like want to go, but I feel like I, sh- I, I should, or I have like, cause you don't want to go either. No, but you, you're not even, you're not even related to him. I mean, you're not even, he, he, everything about him is nothing about you. And you've had, or I should have written out these note cards like I did last time. It's we okay, talked. No, okay. I, I mean, if. You know. So Terry, as you're stuttering, just kind of takes you in both of his hands and just puts your head on his shoulder and just like taps you like you're the child. Oh. He's like, it's okay, man. It's okay. It's okay. I know it's, it's scary. He's scary as hell. I didn't like being around him either. I mean, if you, if you don't want me to go, I won't, I won't go. I'm just, I, I was just saying maybe I should in case there's some magical, I don't know how this daddy magic stuff. I don't really know how it works either. Works. But, but I mean, um, yeah, if you, if, it, if it's more comfortable for you, for me to not go so that I don't see you and him interacting, I can stay if that's well, what you would want. I guess I just want you to know that you don't have to be this strong all the time. I think you keep having bad things happen and um and somehow I know I know it's not really with with my help. You just you kind of keep going in a way that I wish that 
that I couldn't. And, um, Terry, you're, I, I guess even though you're not a businessman, you're more than a man than I'm ever going to be. And, um, you're so fucking, you're mean to yourself. Jesus. But I don't, but I don't think you have to be a man to be, you know, strong. So I think I'm just going to try to be strong. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, no, you, yeah, no, you can, you're, oof, man, I wish mom were here. Yeah, I miss, I miss her too, but, um, uh, Ron stands straight up. Okay, good talk, son. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are you guys done? We've got about two more hours to go over here with <laughs> yeah, the whales. No, yeah, okay. You're all talking into a leaf, and it's just Aaron on the other side being like, <laughs> guys, I don't know what to tell you. It's not going to actually hold up in a court. The courts here are very bad. Okay. All right, well, Hi, just between you guys and me, if I die, uh, I mean, my stuff's going to go to my sons and my yeah, wife, but, same. you know... Feel free to help, you know, help out, you know, with <laughs> my family, out. you know. Oh, yeah, uh, of course. Because that's, you know, I'm there for you guys, whatever you want. Yeah. Glenn, if you want me to feed your, your rat when you're dead, like, I can take no, care of it. No, it's okay. I'll never die. All right. Uh, well, I, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. That's right. good. Seems like we're all ready to go. So do you want Terry Jr. to come with? Ooh. We want any of the kids. Uh, I mean, yeah, I was going to say, like. I um, think, yeah, let's see. Yeah, okay. let's see. So what do we want to do with all the other? I mean, the group talk, I, all, all the kids should have a say, too. Also, Payton. Yeah, uh, Payton, hey. Real quick, bud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. What do you want to do about Willie? First of all, kill him, obviously. Uh, right across the crotch. I really don't know how to talk to you, Peyton, anymore. Like, I'm like, what do you mean? You look like, oh, you look like a kid. You're a kid. You you're ne- also my you've dad. You've always known and not known how to talk to me. I feel like <laughs> I feel like a relationship has been rock solid. I've been your rock, and you have been around a rock. <laughs> but no, like I said when we were at the mall, I would prefer not to go. Okay. Well, yeah. But if you see him, obviously kill him. But yeah, no, I feel it's like on site, Peyton. That's my boy right there, and he says he high fives Glenn or tries to. Uh, I think you know, with with Walter being a little bit less mobile, it's not the worst thing in the world for me to be here helping him, you know, deal with my uh, uh, John Deere tractor. I could I could teach him how to how to use that sweet baby and get around on that and uh, keep the kids safe. You know, I'm, hey, Aaron, I'm the dad you, now. So Aaron, have you hung up? Uh, no, I'm here. I'm still here. Can we like leave them all with you? Because uh, <laughs> look, look at Walter. We could pay you. We got a lot of money from a mall. Yeah, we got a lot of money. How much money do you have? We have three hundred gold. Just sweetheart. It's enough. <laughs> so do a deception roll. I'm not lying. We do have three hundred gold. God, no, fuck don't off. give me that, Matt. Use the coin. <laughs> Use the no, coin. we haven't long rested. Oh, I go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> we sleep here for eight hours. I got a seven. Okay, so with a seven, she goes. Look, we got a lot of money, Aaron. You know, we got a lot of money. I you know you guys this well, and you're still trying to fucking well, lie look, to me. Three hundred is I so much. Literally died for you. Five hundred. Five hundred. Five hundred gold. To take care. your kids. From what I can tell. Aaron? are rowdy. They punch trees. You know how much I like trees. Well, Aaron, you can. it's okay. You can take a discount because there's one of them's not with us anymore. Ah, shit. Yeah, Glenn lost Ooh. his kid. Ah. Don't you feel bad? Kind of, yeah. He's got a rat now instead. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Uh, yeah. Let's let's call it four fifty and call it even. Four fifty. That's I, what Nick meant to you. I, I think that we should go lower. Are you talking to us or uh, everybody? I think that it should be less money. All right, somebody roll persuasion to see if you can get her hey, to lie. Persuade her. Roll, roll persuasion. Let's see what happens when I think Glenn Aaron walked in the wrong persuasion. room. Oh no. 17 plus 14, 31. <laughs> what so do you say, she Aaron? gives us $1,000. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, Glenn goes like, in fact, maybe you should pay us. <laughs> the honor. So Aaron sees what she believes to be genuine sadness in Glenn's eye. 
about the loss of his son. Glenn right now is like a kid who is really sick, but knows still how to like make himself seem more sick. So his mom like rents him a Nintendo game or something <laughs> like that. That's the energy right now. So she's like, uh, all right, the 300, I'll take it for 300. They can come by. I could just have some trees just sort of take them to my commune. I guess. Well, not commune, but like, yeah, our, our little compound. There's no creepy okay. way to sound it. My town. We're making a cool town, a cool, cool forest town with forest people. So yes, I will protect them. Okay, great. I put my hands on Payton's shoulders and I go, Payton, yeah. do not tell her what that lawnmower does. <laughs> oh, that, my friend, is a very, very good piece of advice. As you say that, the trees around you, you see, begin to and slowly uproot themselves and they amble over to the kids and lower their branches. I'd like to say goodbye to my boys before. Yeah. Okay, so I take the Larkin's Sparrow side and I say, boys, I, I wish we had more time to talk, but I got to go help Ron uh, get his anchor so we can all go home, okay? Sparrow says, of course, of course. Lark just stares at you. So you're going to go be with Aaron? You know, I want you to listen to everything she says, but I also wanted you both to know that I'm, I'm very, very proud of you for standing up for Walter. And before I left, I said that if you were good while I was gone, that I would give these back to you. And so I take out the gauntlets of ogre power and I say, You're just trying to make your kid like you again. Huh? <laughs> we could use those. <laughs> no, 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 bribe him, bribe him. It's a good idea. It's not a bribe. I want to clarify that this is not a bribe. This is because I said beforehand when I took them away that if you were good to Walter, that I would give them back. That's something I said. And that's why I'm doing this. I also do hope that you like me, but I can't, you know, I'm not, this isn't what Father, this is about. Father, I happily accept this bribe, and Sparrow <laughs> takes one. All right, Sparrow, I kind of don't want to give it to you if you're going to say it's well, a bribe. Well, you can't take, no takesies backsies, that's the first rule of bribing. Mm, all right, but just so you know, this is not a bribe, and uh, this is just because you were good, and people should honor their words, so I'm honoring my word, and one for each of you, use them as you will, and protect your friends be good boys. I love you, and everything's going to be OAK. And I give them each a glove. Mark takes the glove, puts it on, flexes his fingers. You hear like almost a crunching as he flexes his fingers like super hard. And he's and he like, just, I am inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> and he nice. just, he nods and he starts walking toward the tree. And Sparrow's like, oh, wait for me, brother, wait for me, and follows after him. Glenn, do you want to say bye to your rat before I talk to my kid? <laughs> The rat crosses its arms and, and looks and at Daryl with a cocked and head. Also, and also, Glenn is the How same is pose. It's the same pose. Both of us have our arms crossed, and we just... Mm. Ron's squeak, like, squeak. my name's Ron, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> I give Peyton a fist bound. I go, yeah, dad, son, like, stay cool. No problem, dad, son. Son, dad, sorry. Son, dad. So I have the bowl or whatever that, if it's broken. The supper bowl, yeah. Yeah, so I say bye, Peyton, and then I take Grant aside. I say, hey, buddy, um, so I don't know, like, Willie's the big one. Willie's bad news. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know what's going to happen. So, look, man, you're strong, but if things happen, like, I don't want to, like, there's a chance that maybe I don't come back, right? Oh, Jesus. I he know. He grabs his head. So, like, I oh, know. God. I'm going to do everything I can to come back to you. I'm going to do everything I can because I, I want to bring us home and I want to save mom and I want to get us out of here. But if if I can't, you you need to break this and you'll have maybe the best dad you could ever have. At least. Fucking what? What are you talking about? I'm going to break this bowl. I'm going to get a good dad. What are you talking about? Hayden. This Hayden, is too much. Hayden. I'm glad. <laughs> I know, son. There's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. 
But this poor kid. There's a lot going on. But if this breaks, Peyton, I mean, that's that's my dad there, and he'll get his memories back. And I don't know how to deal with that right now, but I'm just saying if, if the worst comes to worse, you know, something's going to have to happen. I think I'm leaving this responsibility with you because it's, it's the only – you're the only person I can depend on right now because we're here. God. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I can – yeah, I can – uh-huh. Yeah. I, so he takes the Super Bowl from you. And okay, I rolled a D twenty. He got a nineteen. So he takes it. He takes it. Holy shit! Very gingerly. Holy shit! Does not bobble it at all. (laughs) Deep breath out. Deep breath in. Is there anything you want to talk about or or say before? There's a lot going on. I I I I hate. Obviously, if we weren't here, I wouldn't be throwing this all at you because there wouldn't be this to throw at you anyway. I know. Oh boy, it's just a lot. I'm just I'm just just psyched for this all to be over. Just just just. Yeah, just keep going. You know, I, you know what? I actually kind of get the let's talk about this later thing. I'm not I'm not pushing on, you know, I get, <laughs> I get it. There's a lot and it's we you should and he tries to hu- he hugs yeah, let's, you let's, with like one hug. arm. Let's do yeah, a little hug. Okay. Hug buddy. He let's holds the supper bowl with one hand and hugs you with the other one. He's like, "You're you're you're going to be you should be fine, right? Just just run. If some bad stuff happens, just run. It's cool." I love you, Grant. You're the best son I could have ever asked for. Love you. Oh. <laughs> I love you, dad. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and Glenn kind of struts up in front of the group and is like, "Now, folks, I know everyone's a little bit uh a little bit anxious and nervous right now, but as the deadliest dude in the game, and I whip out my Peyton Chucks and I do a flourish with them. <laughs> don't worry, nothing bad will ever happen. And uh, we'll just like <laughs> flourish here. Thirteen, yeah. Okay, so you don't nut yourself for I think maybe the first time you've ever wielded these. <laughs> What do you do? It's like inspiration to everybody, you know? Hell yeah, Glenn. <laughs> you can see all the shoulders of the kids tighten as they wait for you to just hit yourself directly in the nuts, and you don't, and actually do a cool flourish, and they go, oh, okay, and they relax their shoulders a little bit, and they step onto the welcoming branches of the trees that then sort of all bow to you simultaneously, and then start their slow trek back as Walter run, follows Forrest, them. Run, Forrest, run. <laughs> oh my god, hey, that was pretty good. All right. <laughs> If we get through this, you Forrest Gump, everybody. All right. That's, that's a good one, I, right? You, know, you get inspiration, Daryl. Oh, I kind of don't like that the message of that movie is conformity, you know, but uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, so, Wait, yeah. What it is? <laughs> <laughs> the forest begins to walk away, and you can see Walter in the wheelchair sort of jury-rigged onto the John Deere mower following them in close proximity. I run and give Walter a quick hug. Thanks. Love you. Thank Walter, you. I, I, you. I love you. Thank you for saving our sons. You're the best. No problem. No, no problem. I guess you're, you're just the best. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. That's very sweet. Thank you. He blushes in frog. <laughs> frog. Can we do a doodlers all in yeah. real quick? Just, yeah, yeah Ron. Everyone's Ron, already like no. half a mile away. No, they're, not, they're oh, gone. No, just back. the fight. No, no, just us. Just the dad. You the creaking of what is the trees turn no, back around? You guys around, are good. You and guys... they like slowly point at you and then back at them and then like do we. No, no, you guys no, are good. No, okay. Good. And yeah. then they turn around and keep going. <laughs> yeah, this is just for those that are playing this game right now, all right? Ron, we're here for you. We're going to do this no matter what. Whatever you need from us, all right? Okay. Doodlers on three. One, two, three. Dude, squeak, squeak. After five seconds of walking, Daryl's already so he's like, God, I wish we had the John Deere. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. And they were being carried by the trees, too. They didn't even need it at this point. As you walk towards Swankery Hill. Walking up towards Swankery Hill. If we end the episode now, nothing bad will happen. Ron, Ron, I almost said fingers, but Ron, uh, with his fingers, looks at our fingers. You know what? No, he does. In his pocket, in his tube sock cargo pocket, he fingers the lure that uh, he tried so desperately to get out of the 
what was it, a lake? It was a long moat time ago. A moat. Moat. I'm assuming the lure does not still have the hook in it, right? No, I don't think so. Okay. Ron has hella tetanus right <laughs> yeah, now. I was going to say, yay. Yeah, yeah. Buried in well, his... Well, you can finger something without touching the yeah. sharp end. I, mean, I was just going to make you say. roll a d20 and see if you cut yourself on accident. No, I was not. Oh, oh my gosh. Anchors. What? That's a fishing thing. Yeah. What if it's an anchor? <gasps> that's my We figured bet. it out, Anthony. Break the lure. We win. You can feel the pull of your anchor, and it's pulling you towards Swankery Hill to the east. Swanker. Damn. The hill. Okay. All right. No Think one putting this it. off. No one right. putting this off. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Real quick, we get long rest in real quick? Uh, Sure. Yeah. yeah. On no, the trail, like, it's, the a, it's a day's walk, so you, you can take a nice hour nap, and let's go ahead and roll for wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Finally, that hard-hitting d and I got a four. Three wolves appear. <laughs> Not the time, wolves. <laughs> The wolves put their front two paws up like, okay, and they just keep going. You're all healed up. You get all your spell slots back, all that shit. Those wolves had to roll to run into us. <laughs> so, yes, you walk through an idyllic forest. You hear the pitter-patter of wolves running away from you, the chirp of birds, the flap of butterfly wings, and you come across a clearing surrounded by trees, and this clearing is a nice hill. It looks like the kind of idyllic one you would put on the cover of a children's book to run up and then fetch a pail of water. Uh, at the top of this hill... oh I know what happens. It's like the Windows story. 98 desktop. Yes, it's like, yes, it's, it's yes. the Windows desktop. And the top of this hill is a quaint log cabin. And uh, you can see smoke coming from the chimney of this log cabin. And you can feel, Ron, that your anchor is likely somewhere inside. Ron, what do you think, man? Well... Yeah, I mean, let's go into the, the cabin, wait, I guess. Wait, wait, Ron, are you sure you don't want to, like, do a stakeout right now and just kind of, like, survey the scene here before we all go rushing yeah. in? That hill, I mean, it's just in the middle of everything. It feels like it's very exposed. We, we could should... do The Patriot. You saw that movie, The Patriot? Uh, is that the one where uh, we stand and say the pledge? No, no, no. I, mean, I, I like doing that, too. But no, no, it's the... <laughs> I feel like Daryl has definitely done that, like before a date to hype himself up. Oh, <laughs> no, man. Oh, like to do God. the pledge. Yeah, before prom. Sorry, honey, I'm going to need a minute. <laughs> to the Republic for which it stands. One nation under God. <laughs> <laughs> Looking around, dead eyeing everybody. <laughs> um, I meant, like, if there's bad people in there, maybe we just. This sounds. This is gonna be evil, but like oh, you just you just they, lock it, and you burn them, you burn them all. So you're saying we just light it on fire? Yeah, but you lock the door first. We'll shoot first and ask questions later. No, I mean the point is we stake out okay, and we see if they're okay. bad in there. Guys, okay, what's up, Ron? Listen, I'm gonna go in to the cabin. Oh, okay. Uh, um, you don't even uh, need to come in, and, and then uh, if anything bad happens, I'll yell. Oh no! Something bad ha- is happening, and then you guys can uh, burn it or something. Well, we're not gonna burn it with you in there. Terry's like, "Yeah, you would die." I got an idea, Henry. You can talk to animals, right? Yeah, that's true. Well, my boy Nick Junior here oh. could be a little recon scout. Squeak it, de squeak. Oh, and I've got two other rats in here too. Yeah, my yeah. hat of vermin. Actually, oh, yeah. I think I get three. Let's send some rats in. Let's do yeah. a little rat scouting. Little, Ryan, I don't want to step on your idea, just to clarify, but like I, I'm concerned about you. So if we could at least, it would make me feel good if we could just check what's in there before you walked in. Is that cool? Yeah, let's, let's uh, check what's in there and let's check what's in there. You know, 
You said you want to be so serious. Will pointing to <laughs> just me. <laughs> just what's Will in Campos pointed to Beth May as what's, he's standing what's there. What's in there? We yeah. like the road to Ron. What's <laughs> just, in Ron? Just verbalize it. <laughs> well, okay. Um. Uh, well, you know, like, so let's check what's inside here, Ron, because it's like you said you want to be so serious. So my question is, why so serious? God, okay. fuck me. God damn well, it. Well, we can do that while we're we'll disadvantage. <laughs> That's a disadvantage. Yeah, well, you get disadvantage on your next roll. That's permo disadvantage. <laughs> Advantage. Disadvantage on your next role and then talking to women forever. <laughs> Rachel. Um, <laughs> All right, let's do these rats. I mean, let's not do. Okay. <laughs> had a vermin. Had a vermin. I would like three rats, please. Three rats pop out. All right. I cast <laughs> speak with animals and. I talked to all three rats and Nick. All right, so Nick Jr. immediately scampers down Glenn's body and stands in front of the rats, and you can hear him in his rat voice saying, like, all right, guys, first thing you need to know is I'm in charge. <laughs> Keep your eyes on me. Do what I do. But this hand signal means go left. This hand signal means stop. All right. Wait, are the rest of the rats like, this is stupid? stupid. Yeah, they're stupid. like, oh. <laughs> squeak, squeak. Squ- uh, what? Hey, rats. Yeah. <laughs> So for one, it seems like you got a great leader here. Nick Jr., I did want, are you like maybe really secretly the soul of Glenn's son, like, but in rat body form? Because I was hoping maybe that was something that would be happening. Nah. Ah, oh, too bad. <laughs> not I, just me. I wish, I wish. That kid sounded great. Mm, yeah, he, he he was? Yeah, I, he was. Is? A, I don't know what you're talking about, Henry, but whoever you're talking about was probably cool. Glenn's like standing off the side, just like kind of staring <laughs> off into the forest. Just be like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just quietly end of anime credit sequence. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. wind blowing yeah, yeah. your tunic. <laughs> no, a full-on end of credit sequence of an anime is happening. It's like the wind is being swept. He's wearing, like he has a parasol for some reason. <laughs> it's getting blown in. It's cherry he blossoms. Like behind him. He, for a second, he thinks it's Nick, but it was just... A flower Just fluttering through the air. In the background, Ron is writing down something on a piece of paper, and it's like chill beats to study relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen really hard, you can hear a Japanese anime theme song like playing. He really is writing something down, though. So. Okay. I believe it. Okay, so. Gentle rats, there's maybe a really, really, really bad dude in there. So just be on your guard. He's very powerful. He's very dangerous. So don't be a hero rat. Just go in, scout out the sitch, and come back with a mission report. We're all rooting for you. We're all cheering you on. Is there, hey, Daryl, is there like a Vince Lombardi quote that I could give to these rats? You know, just yeah. to like, you know, I, I feel like the stuff I would say wouldn't get them pumped up just so much as like tranquil. So like, do you have like a fun like football thing I could say to them? It's the fourth. And there's one yard, you rats can do it. It's the fourth, there's one yard, and you rats can do the yard. Nick Jr. just slowly turns and looks at Daryl, and he's like, what the fuck is this guy's (laughs) whole fucking thing? Every word out of this guy, I swear to God. Oh, what? What's, what's he saying? Hey, what's I mean, I know he can be a lot sometime. What's like what's wrong with Daryl? He was just being weird earlier. Remember when we both crossed our arms and looked at him? Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. True. Yeah. You know, well, he's he, he means well, but I support you guys. So mean the back of my hand. Yeah. All right. I'll take I'm taking him in. We'll go in. All right. All right. Mission start. And you see and hear the rat humming the Mission Impossible theme song to himself as he leads the other three rats toward the cabin. And you can hear him like continue to hum it as he gets further and further away. As it gets quieter and quieter. In my head, like a hawk comes. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, a hawk comes and grabs one of them, and it's like, oh no! But then it takes away. them home to the Shire. <laughs> <laughs> Why weren't the hawks there the entire adventure? Why didn't they just? Why didn't pick they up just the get the anchors? The rats go in. There's a pregnant pause as you wait for any reaction at all 
and then you can see the ruffling of grass in a trail heading towards you. And then the two rats, not the one that got picked up by the hawk, and Nick <laughs> Jr. come back. And Nick Jr. goes, all right, here's what I saw. Pretty normal, a sort of log cabin interior. There was a, uh, a stove with some fish frying on it. That's where the smoke in the chimney, et cetera. Oh, okay. What sort of fish? I don't know from fish. I'm a rat. <laughs> what Darryl, the fuck is this? Darryl, guy? I'm hungry. Daryl, like, you got a weird vibe okay. with this rat. I, so I just what? need you to tell. I, I, I appreciate. I fucking watching look, you. I just, I just. I asked the fish. We can, let's uh, just okay. take it down a notch and let's just, Daryl, why don't you, you know. Right. Uh, Go join Glenn over there in the anime ending. Check on what's going on with Glenn. All right, so what's going on with this fish? What's the deal? I mean, it's, it's cooking. It's just a fish. But okay. It's the inside, there was like a dinner table and some chairs. And then there was a little desk on the side. And on the desk, was a, it looked like a little, like a lockbox. Was there anyone in the cabin? No, nobody in the cabin. Empty. Interesting. But the fish was frying. Like it someone, was. Okay. Like maybe they, they did it and they're going to come back or something. I'm raising my hand. I believe Daryl has a question for you, Nick. Yes. I do, what, what is your real name? Is it, do you, I mean, I, you don't usually get too many names as a rat, so I took the first one I got. Nick Jr. is as good as any, so why okay, not? Nick I'll, Jr. Sure, that seems healthy. Let's go with that. <laughs> Can you ask the rat, yes. how many people do you think could eat the fish that was cooking? Like, how much, how much are we talking? Daryl wants to know how much fish we're talking about, Mr. Rat. There were two full fishes. I'm not a, I don't eat fish. That's, okay, that's so enough. I don't know. It's okay. body whether okay. or not I would even know what a fish is. Yeah, I probably haven't seen a lot of them. I spent most of my life in a dungeon. Well, that's great. Anyway, yes, no, just nobody in there. Lockbox, fish, dinner table, chairs. Can you ask if he knows how to open up a lockbox? Or drag a fish over here? <laughs> <laughs> now you're talking, Glenn. Hey, do you guys think you could, like, drag that stuff out of here? Uh, I mean, we'd have to open the door, and I can't, like, reach up to the door and, and twist it open. I think we got to go in ourselves, guys. I feel like that's, you know, we can be real. It doesn't seem like he's home right now, though, so maybe we can just get in get in and out real quick. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to stay out, and, and we should keep watch. Yeah, so that's actually a good idea. Here's, here's what I'll do. I hand Daryl my human gun, Ooh. and I'm like, Ooh. if if something goes... Daryl instantly, like, <laughs> checks it, just knows how to use a gun. Uh, I see you two have watched <laughs> action movies and played video games. Daryl does the disarm thing, but then he can't put it back together. <laughs> like, Springs just conscious. fly everywhere. No, Daryl's a responsible... He's not a gun owner. I, but I love Matt was. saying, yeah, Daryl does the, he checks Dang. the, he knows how the gun works. Like, hey, look, <laughs> like, I don't know how that. guns work. Yeah. I don't know who Vince Lombardi is, okay? But <laughs> Daryl does. Perfect. And I say, listen, Daryl, if someone's coming back or if you need to signal us, fire this into the air or even at them. I mean, do whatever you want with it, but uh, that'll let us know. As I check the gun as a responsible gun owner and gun expert would, I say, of course, Glenn, just like Vince Lombardi says, it's not whether you get knocked down, it's whether you get up. And then I cock the gun. Seems like an irrelevant quote, but okay, sure. Hey, Glenn, you know what? Confidence is contagious, but so is lack of confidence. Vince Dang, Lombardi right. said that, you're and right. right now you're showing a lack of confidence. You're right, you're right. You're right, All right. Boys, let's go. Let's strike while the... Ron, are you ready? Let's just do it. Let's go. Let's go in. Yeah. Okay, so everybody or just you, Ron? Because you were saying just you before. Will somebody come with me? I was going to yeah. say, Daryl can keep a lookout with the gun. I can fly overhead in hawk form. Ooh, love that. To keep an eye on the distance. Maybe we should give you the gun as the hawk. You know what I mean? That'd be Have you ever used a gun? Uh, gosh, no. Okay, absolutely yeah. not. Absolutely. Sorry, Glenn. Absolutely not. Not, not if he's not a... Uh, this seems no, like so a multiple... I've put daisies in a couple of guns before. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> just practice. Not at a protest. He's but a just scout. So I I would know how to do it in the moment if it ever came up. <laughs> Henry, Henry will, Henry will call out where the bad guys are coming. If I gotta, I mean, honestly, I'm not gonna yeah. want to shoot this thing. But like, you know, anyways. Hey, Daryl, will you, you know. watch Terry? Yeah, of course. If you don't want him to come in, yeah, I'll, I'll keep watching. I can on say Terry. Here, sure. So it's just gonna be me 
and Ron. The two most <laughs> emotionally stable. We haven't seen a Glenn Ron yeah, pick in a while. We've been for. Why not? All right, Ron, you ready for this? I'm I'm ready. All right, and then Glenn starts crawling like commando crawling <laughs> through the tall grass towards this cabin. Nick Jr.'s like, that's my dad. That's my dad. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Pretty Litter. It's springtime. Get your dick up. Oh, sorry. That's oh, what? Nope, doing. not this. No. Sorry. Sorry, we got so many ads. Pretty, Litter, right. is... Pretty Litter is delivered in discreet packages. <laughs> discreet <laughs> packaging. And it smells nice. Rather, it smells like nothing because it traps odor with its powerful crystal matrix. It's ultra absorbent, lightweight, low dust. One six pound bag works right for the month. It's a kitty litter. And this crystal matrix allows for changes in color in case your cat has potential illnesses. In the Unfortunately, red pill. no one can be told what the crystal yes. matrix is. You yeah. have to piss on it to find out. <laughs> like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, basically anything that goes through the pee hole, it can detect it. See that cat dressed in red? <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Look again. Pretty Litter also ships free. You think that's free. piss you're breathing? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty Litter ships free right to my door. They'll have that big, huge kitty litter bags all over the place. Have to my cat's those. just been taking a dump in the desert of the real. Ah! <laughs> I don't want <laughs> Sorry, too many good Matrix things. One time my cat um, peed and it was like telling the litter box, like, dodge this. I hate this litter box. One time it's my... the smell. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I just like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Three litter yep. is amazing. You have to try it. it. Gives me peace of mind for my cat's yeah. health especially when it comes to piss-related health issues. And it's also a great kitty litter, too. Go to prettylitter.com slash daddies. That's prettylitter.com slash daddies to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy, prettylitter.com slash daddies. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. last time I got pretty litter in the mail from them, I got a little cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Blue Nile. Buy I'm tired jewelry. of living in a state of denial. I gotta get engaged. <laughs> it's time to get married, everybody. Yeah. Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a gift. It's probably pretty good. One would hope. And you get to see the look on their face when they open it. The hard part, finding the right piece. Yeah, there's nothing stopping you from buying the ring you want now while you're waiting to find the man that you need. Later, right? This is absolutely what I should be doing. <laughs> yeah, just buy the ring you want now. <laughs> Figure out how to get the perfect piece at the best price, Bath. BlueNile.com. Thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below retail. I wish I could find thousands of independently graded men. Am I right? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Peace of well. mind with every purchase. You ain't getting that on Hinge. With some of the highest quality standards in the industry, not even Raya can keep up with that. Whether you want to make a classic statement. about online dating, the odds are good, but the goods are odd. <laughs> Whether you may want to make a classic statement by gifting a white gold tennis bracelet. That's a... White gold white cocaine? A tennis bracelet? Ooh. 
Like in, like in Challengers? Like in Challengers, oh, yeah. fuck yes. <laughs> or maybe... Just like in Challengers. Yep, yep. Sapphire and Diamond hoop earrings. <laughs> let's start bracelets. by fighting one guy before it's no, too I need to. two, <laughs> and they need to make out with each other, too. Blue Nile jewelry experts can help you find the perfect gift for... What is it? A thruple situation? What is it? Is it Jules and Jim? Like, what is Challengers? What was it? It's kind of like a, a combative thruple. Yeah. Oh, my God. The dream, right? Yeah. What jewelry will I need to buy to make the two boys kiss? Uh, well, you know, you could ask Blue Nile's experts because they're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. What are some expected or unexpected challenges you might encounter when shopping for jewelry gifts? Well, first and foremost, when you have two tennis players vying yes. for your attention and <laughs> you're trying to make ring them, sizes. Yep, multiple sizing, different tastes. You want to make them jealous of each other. Yes. And you want to recreate that famous scene in Challengers when Zendaya holds up an engagement ring and goes, which whatever you kiss is best. <laughs> I give this to And the two boys kiss each other. Go to Blue, Blue Nile. <laughs> and also, while they're kissing each other in your hotel room, you can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile <laughs> also offers a diamond price match guarantee. They might be locking lips and tonguing each other, but, but you're you can not locked there, into a bad You're not locked into a bad deal. <laughs> That's right, man. Hell yeah. And just in case. Holy shit. 30 day returns. That's a big 3 0, aka a finished set in tennis. <laughs> Shop Blue Nile today. You're going to love, love these rings. <laughs> Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler go to bluenile.com today that's bluenile.com okay so you just gonna open the door and go in sure glenn has crawled this entire way <laughs> great while well, ron is walking i assume yeah all right so yeah you open the door the smell of rare not quite done fish hits your nostrils the room is empty and just like uh, nick jr said there's a desk in the corner of the room and on the desk is a small wooden treasure chest kind of thing but like at the size of a human lockbox of an earth lockbox like a tackle box wait run run throw yes. like a rock or something in here just in case there's some kind of trickery afoot okay um do you have a rock uh yeah here um yeah i hand him ron a rock from the ground <laughs> Where do you where do you get your your improv abilities? <laughs> Some people they study at the groundlings. Some people UCB. For Fred, who I learn from the best. It's just I was born with it, baby. Uh, do you have any other rocks? <laughs> I like this one fine, but I almost don't want to waste it. Ah, uh, you're right. You're right. Uh, let me ask the rock expert. I kind of signal for Henry to come down. I swoop down and go kaka. I go hey hey. Ron needs like a rock. And then Henry just fucking swoops off and within like two seconds comes back with a beautiful quartz crystal. Nice. What's going on over there? Give Am I cocking the gun? Am what? I right, fellas? <laughs> Henry, what's going on? Why are you going down <laughs> there? What? What's that? Should I come up there? And then, Okay. Ah! I throw okay. a rock. <laughs> you throw the rock like underhand, just like lobbing it in there kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It rattles onto the ground. Nothing happens. Seems safe. <laughs> <laughs> Can we examine the door, maybe? Yes, just why case? don't you roll some arcana yeah. for me? Okay. What can we roll? Some arcana, some perception. Oh, natural 20, 20 plus three. All right. I got a three. Things are looking good for me. Yeah, for you, as far as you can tell, everything's great. Glenn, you can tell that this entire cabin does not seem to be magically trapped in any way. With your 20, you can feel some energy coming from that lockbox. Mm. Hey, Ron, I'm getting some vibes off of that lockbox. Can I tell where my anchor feels like it might be? Once Glenn points out, hey, that lockbox, there's vibes coming from that, you can feel yourself being pulled toward that box. Yeah. I also have vibes for it. Are there any, like, Evan Mitch than by the fish I can use to, like, kind of lift up the book? Because what if it stings me? No, no Evan Mitch. Probably flip okay. it, though, you know what I mean? There's a frying pan and a spoon, but yeah. Use your shirt. I'm not going to use my shirt. My shirt's nice. Oh, <laughs> Daryl hears that. He's like, aw. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, I'm going to try to lift open the box. Okay, so the box is locked. It's pretty light. Classic. The second you touch it, you feel like, oh my gosh, your anchor is inside this box. So you can't see a lock on the box itself, but when you try to open it, it just won't move. And you can see on the lid, etched into this lid, are the letters PW and then a colon and then the letters I-L-U. Sorry, I'm just going to write that out on my <laughs> palm here. P- you need to write it out. It's right in front of you. W. <laughs> uh, PW comma what? I-L-U. I love you. So you feel the box vibrate in your hand, but it doesn't click open. Uh, so give me an arcana roll, uh, you and or Glenn. I'm fucking so nervous right now. Four plus three, seven. All right, you have no idea. I got a 15. Ineligible llama uprising. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right past what you just said. With the 15, you can tell that the password was probably correct, which is why the box vibrated. But the password has to be spoken by the person who closed the box in the first place. And that is not you. <laughs> I wonder who it is, and I don't think it's going to happen. So, Daryl, outside, you hear footsteps coming from the forest. What are you going to do before they get to you? I have proper uh, trigger finger. Freddie, how how would you say that? Trigger discipline. You have it right. You have it right. Trigger finger. (laughs) (laughs) He has proper trigger finger. I keep talking about it. He's fingering just right. I'm I'm showing Terry, like, this is the proper trigger finger when you hold a a firearm. I don't think it's called that. I don't think you. (laughs) You got to go to physical therapy for trigger finger. (laughs) And uh, I I say, uh, hey, who's there? Oh, okay. (laughs) Okay. So you hear the footsteps stop. And then you hear them resume again, and he goes, oh, hey, how you doing? And you hear the voice of Willie Stampler as he emerges from the trees behind you, and you see that he's holding a hook with a couple of fish on it over his shoulder. What kind of fish? Uh, uh, Fantasy fish you've never seen before. They look like trout. And uh, he's got a fishing rod in his other hand. He keeps walking towards you, and he goes, run inside? Uh, yeah. Good. Uh, And he keeps walking past you. Hey, uh, everybody, uh, Willie's here, and uh, hey, Willie, I got a gun. Uh Uh-huh. Good for you. I would, uh, can you stop for a sec? Nope. He keeps walking toward the cabin. I start following You weren't going to fucking fire your gun? The whole point was that you were going to shoot the gun in the air to warn everybody. fucking gun. But I screamed, I screamed, Willie's here. (laughs) You can hear me. I was literally talking about the password. Why would I, wait, wait, wait. I love this guy fucking frazzled you so bad. I want blood. I want blood. He did literally nothing and immediately the plan fell apart. Ron inside the cabin is like, Wow, everything seems fine. Okay, I want to be clear. I'm not one that like to nitpick on you making fun of me, but for one second, I just want to make sure that I understand. You think it'd be better for me to waste a fucking magical bullet than just scream out loud that Willie's here? Yeah, you want to know why? Why? Because that magical bullet, like you just said, is a magical bullet. So when you fired it in the air, it would have given you a hint so I can about do that what now. the fuck to do. You totally no, weren't no, until I brought it up. No, no, I, you can use. Anyways, I, honestly, I'm not. I'm not gonna waste a bullet on warning you all. Henry swoops down to the window and flaps. I mean, they've, they've heard that. Willie's he seems to be trying to communicate. They heard Willie's coming the moment I saw Willie. So, right, so you, Terry is running up behind you, and uh, so Willie opens the door, and yeah, you see your dad for the first time in a long time, and. He goes, yeah, everybody can come in. It's all good. There's chairs for everybody. And you can see now that there are chairs for all of you. And he walks past you, Ron, without looking at you and flips the two fish and then puts the fish up against the wall. Yeah, I don't know if you all heard, but Willie's here. (laughs) uh, He looks at the fish. He goes like, yeah, these are good enough. 
and he takes out two plates and he puts both of the fish on one and then puts the second plate under the first plate and then puts it down on the table, takes a fork out of his cloak and then just starts eating. He's eating. He's not looking at any of you. He's looking down and he uh, points his fork at the box. He goes, yeah, your anchor's right there. Go ahead. Oh, you saw it. You, you know that you can't open it unless unless I uh, say something, I assume you found that out. I don't, I'm sorry, I don't want to spoil it for you, but yeah, yeah, you, you need my password, right? All right. Yeah. I great. mean, it'd be great if, yeah, if you just want to, no, no, no. So yeah, here's what we're going to do. Sit down, sit down. We're going to talk for a while. We're just okay. going to have a nice conversation. Okay. And then uh, at the end of it, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll open it up for yeah, you. Yeah, okay. All right. So dad, what do you, what do you want to talk about? <clears throat> uh, I mean, what do you want to talk about? Yeah, yeah no, nice, yeah, it's nice, good. Nice, yeah, nice, bass nice. in your voice, bass in your voice, boy. <laughs> he slaps his chest and he says, so- Obviously, you're all going to die. I've got some wizards and some warlocks. They're actually working on closing the portal back to your, our, eh, your world as we, as we speak. So sort of a last chance kind of situation for you. I know you got the other three anchors. Good for you. Hey, I'm proud of you. You are? No, no it, was a fu- it was a fucking saying. Calm down, Jesus. But yeah, you can give me the kids. You can die. Terry, you still count. I mean, you're not his, you know, whatever. So what do you want to talk about? Are you going to give up? Were you going to give the kids up? By all means, feel free to try to kill me because I, not to brag, I am way, way more powerful than you. I will (laughs) completely fuck you up. We don't need to fucking lay a finger on you, loser. We got a goblin army on the way already. I'm going to bluff him a little bit. Okay. Uh, What is it, deception? Yeah, it would be deception. Three plus 14, 17? 17 is not going to work against him. He goes, hey, you. Did he say goblin? I meant. uh... Shut the fuck up. I'm talking to him. Okay. Don't ever do that to me again. Don't ever try that. It's disrespectful. I'm not a fucking idiot. I know, I know. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Glenn. Glenn, don't ever do that again. Do what? Try to lie to me. I'm not. About what? Here's the thing. About what? Lie about what? You guys just got here. I've been here for so fucking long. If you were going to actually lie, you should have lied about something impressive. Goblins, I fucking eat goblins for breakfast. It doesn't matter. And then I turn to the dads with a big old smile on my face. And I go, you mean goblin on D's nuts? <laughs> oh my God. Oh. Play, ladies and gentlemen. Literally on my notepad, I have Sugma. Like, I'm like, how am I going to get him to say Sugma? <laughs> Daryl is laughing so hard and just like pointing I'm fucking at high-fiving him. everyone. Yes. Everyone Holy is giving shit. me dabs. Henry D. Birds to fucking high-five Glenn. Glenn, how, many, how much HP do you have? 93. Oh my oh God. Shit, that's not a question you want to hear. I die happy, baby. I'll see my son in hell, bitch. <laughs> First of all, that's inspiration, right? Oh, for sure. I mean, <laughs> the, entire, the entire party gets inspiration for that. Hell yeah. Freddie, I'm going to send you a link in Discord. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Why don't you go ahead and read everything that's on that page in that, oh in that box? Oh, my God. I'm going to puke. Power word kill. You utter a word of power that can compel one creature you can see within range to die instantly. <gasps> If the creature you choose has 100 hit points or fewer, it dies. (gasps) Otherwise, 
The spell has no effect. So, Willie, as you're cackling over Goblin these nuts... Wait, Dad! He points, and he's about to say, die. What are you going to do? Why don't you roll... <laughs> roll for Ligma. <laughs> roll roll dexterity to see if you can stop him from doing this, from, like, interrupting him verbally. All right. Just want to be real clear, everybody, real quick. Worth it. Fucking worth it. Okay, I got a 17 plus one. What are you going to do with that? You've got a, basically the dexterity to, like, do a thing before he can finish saying oh die. Oh, God, what am I going to... Just to clarify, there's no, like, save for it? No, it's one of the most powerful spells in all of D&D because there is no save. It just happens. I'm going to steal a piece of his fish. Oh, shit. Wow. Okay, so he is about to say die to Glenn. He's about to use Power World Kill to kill Glenn. I'm like, you gonna fish that? <laughs> oh, shit. And you, would you like pull the plate away? Yeah. So he stops really quickly, just grabs your wrist and then immediately starts twisting it and you can feel the bones in your wrist beginning oh, to strain and hurt. My God. You can also see that as you do that, for the first time, you can see surprise and indignation in Willie's eyes. Like, he's never seen you dare to do something that aggressive before. Is he drinking anything? Let's say, yeah. He took a flask out of his robe, and it's balanced on the table. <sighs> okay. I want to use sleight of hand while he's distracted to put his flask in the beer koozie of truth. Okay. Go ahead and give me a sleight of hand roll. Oh, baby. I got a 16. Okay. So he gets a 19 <laughs> of his perception, and he sees you trying to put it on, and he goes... Yeah, go ahead. Keep it on. Keep it on. Go ahead. Put it on there. Okay, cool. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. All right. You know, just he takes a swig from it. He goes, all right, what do you got? Well, let me see. And he looks at the beer because he goes, and he's still holding on to Ron's wrist. It's still twisting it. And he goes, so three, what energy from this? Yeah. Three questions you can ask me. Yeah. What, ask me whatever the fuck you want. I ask him, what's the password for the anchor box? He goes, oh, it's uh, you already know what it is. I heard you. I asked you a fucking question. What is the password? I, I didn't ask you, do I know what it is? I asked you, what is it? He cocks his head and he goes, oh, okay, okay. I can see why Barry tolerates you. The password is, I love you. And you can feel the box in your hands click a little bit. And before you can open it, though, he lets go of your wrist, Ron, and he slams his hand down on top of the box. He goes, now, you can look inside this. I just want you to know the reason that it's your anchor, you, do you all know how daddy magic works? I'm assuming you don't. <laughs> we got a book on it, but we didn't read it. Yeah, we didn't read it. I mean, we're here, buddy. Like, yeah. Like, we have our kids. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're, you're here. That's my point. You're not back home. So, yeah, daddy magic, it's all based around strong emotions. And um, oh, I was hoping I could, like, lead up to this more. It's a bummer. That's fine. It's fine. Yeah, so for all of you, you know, the anchor is a symbol of the relationship that you have with your dad, whether that relationship is really strong in terms of love or really negative in terms of hate. And uh, this one, he says, pointing at Ron, not looking at him. I know you've wondered a lot how I feel about you, you know, what the strength of our connection is. And uh, the physicalization of that connection is right in here. But yeah, you got two more questions. Why rush this? I'm having fun. This is fun. Why rush this? Two more questions. Anytime you want. Okay, two more, two more questions. Oh, my God. You've been all, all this I, time, I, all I, this I, way, all these things you could ask, and you finally meet me, and this is what... Jesus Christ. What, I shoot the gun. I shoot the gun in the air. <laughs> Straight up. What should we do? Everybody goes like, ah. <laughs> like, you know, it's very loud in this enclosed space. The windows blow out. Some <laughs> <laughs> explosion. And in the smoke of the gun, you can see the head of Ron Stampler. And then the smoke, almost as if it was a camera, you can see Ron's head get bigger and bigger, like the camera's zooming in. And it goes inside his ear and travels along some pathways. It's like Fast and the Furious. Damn. Yeah. Okay. And then you see a brain. Willie goes, fuck, spoilers, and starts waving his hand in the air trying to dissipate the smoke. And he goes, God, 
I, I had a whole fucking thing. I shoot a gun right. again. I go, what did that mean? <laughs> 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 so the smoke this time takes the form of letters and they spill out the words you'll have to go inside Ron's brain and Willie's just like for fuck's sake how are you this fucking dumb how have you all survived this long I never thought a group of these fucking assholes my son son would be the uh, the smartest one here that's fucking embarrassing for me more you than anybody smart? I Fuck, said that's smarter. one of the questions <laughs> No, Ron, I do not think you're smart. I could have fucking told you that one without this, Kuzi. You got one more. What's in the box? Like a little portal and we go into his brain so that we can fucking no, convince no, the, him that forget, you're a, Forget you saw the fucking portal. Like, I was too late. No, we saw it. So I, we uh, ruined your stupid plan, yeah, mister. You really did. No, you really, really did. All right. You want to see what's on the fucking box? Ron, yeah. are you ready to see what's in the box, man? Yeah, because then I don't have to ask my last question. I can just sort of think about it for a while. I try to get like Ron's eye. I'm like... Trying to be like, do you want Terry? Should I get? I can walk out with Terry right now. I don't know if. Do you want Terry? I just, to be I just want to see what's in the box. <clears throat> what's in the box? What's in the fucking box? <laughs> so Willie turns to you and smiles a horrible shit eating smile. Unfortunately, Willie is very handsome. His smile is very handsome Damn too. Damn it! You hate that so he's high. It's you hate to see it. Daryl doesn't think so. Even but. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl only sees you, but I'm different. (laughs) Before he even says it, you get this feeling in your gut. You've wondered, presumably, for a fair amount of time, how this man thinks of you. Uh, You asked him if he loved you. He hung up before he could tell you. I assume that you've probably spent a fair amount of your life wondering if he hated you, because it would at least in some way explain the way that he treats you. I've just been wondering what I did, what what it was that I wasn't. Enough to, for him to, uh, I wonder what it is about me that it wasn't, I couldn't get him to love me. As you say that, Willie smiles and he goes, you know what? I'll give you that answer for free. And he opens the box that was supposed to contain an item that symbolized his love of you, his hate of you, whatever strong emotion binds the two of you together, whatever that strong tether is between the two of you that anchors you down in this world and anchors him in your life. And I am so sorry but the box is empty. Oh, shit. And Willie just says, I just don't give a shit about you. You were a mistake. You were an accident. Uh, raw dogs, uh, your mom. And uh, you happened and you just keep happening. Yeah, I do. I do. I'm my own. I'm my own person, dad. I'm my own. I, I have, I'm a businessman and uh, I have a step. I have a stepson that I, re- that I love and um, I... I, uh, I'm my own person and I don't need you to, I don't need you to love me. I don't, I can, I can do this all by myself. Willie scrunches up his nose and cocks his head and goes, ah, kiddo, it's not that simple. And you feel the cloaking spell that was on this box break. And you can feel that the anchor isn't inside the box you feel a warm feeling in your head and you can feel that the anchor isn't a it's not a physical thing that you could go quest it was something you've been carrying with you all along and it's in your mind whatever this anchor is it's in you it's in your mind it's been with you for as long as far back as you can remember it's a part of you ron thinks about it and then uh he says uh i guess this means that 
I don't need you anymore. Willie goes, Ronald, Ronald, Ronald. It's not about whether you need me. It's about whether you can get away from me. And hey, buddy. And he pokes you in the forehead and he goes, you can't. There's no way for you to get out of here. There's no way for you to get your ugly stepchild out of here. This is just what it is. And I want to thank you because this is exactly what I wanted to get out of this conversation. I'll give you a fifth one for free. I was running out of daddy magic. My tank was getting a little bit low. But that, this look on your face, that denial, that sadness, that fucking dumb face that you have on all the goddamn time, that's what strengthens me. That's where I get my daddy magic from. So, hey, thanks for the top up. And uh, obviously I'm not, I'm not really here. And he pulls down one of his eyelids and you can see there's a dot underneath it. And he goes, this is, this is one of Barry's, uh, Barry's bodies. But, uh, Fuck! Dude, you're so full of shit, buddy. I just got like, you're full of shit for somebody that doesn't care about their son or think nothing of it. I can't, I, I don't know you're anybody obsessed more obsessed with Ron. Are you kidding me? And first of all, you, you hey, break. And, and shut up for a second, Willie. Ron, whatever he says, there's nothing I can say that's going to fix this or you, but we love you. I love you. Henry loves you. We all love you. And Terry loves you. And whatever this fucking asshole says, we're going to get through this. And whatever happens, we fucking love you. And, and Ron, he is the fucking dirt that you grew out of. And hey, buddy, you are we'll, a goddamn yeah. flower, man. Oh, God. And he is the fucking soil that blossomed you. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm fucking glad he exists because you exist. And I fucking love you, man. And I don't give a shit what he says. You are beautiful. Hey, yeah, man. And he is a fucking coward. He can't even face you. You think you're scared of him? He is terrified of you, man. He can't even fucking be here himself to look you in hey, the so eye. Hey, so Willie, if you need us to help you work out your shit... We're more than happy to do it for you. We'll be here for I you. We'll fucking figure this out. Asshole. Her name is Samantha. So do what you need to do because we're with Ron. So you, whatever you need to do, buddy, we'll figure it out for you. Fucking coward. He's just like, oh, you guys let's go, so guys. Sweet. And I, walk, I grab oh. Ron. I'm like, let's get out of here. Yeah, so are we going you in your go. brain? You should go. You got a whole lot of stuff to do. Got hey, a whole we're lot talking, of talking, Willie. You're dead in the real world. You're dead. And, and, you know, we're here and we could just go back. We could just go back to the, the real world and then you could stay here and we would never. We would never bother you again. No, I told you, you're so, you're trying so hard. No, I can't do that because, again, I need the constant influx of daddy magic to keep me alive. And so I'm going to get that from your kids, not from you. Don't really want to spend more time around you. So I'm actually, I'm pretty much done here. Uh, like I said, the doors are going to close pretty soon. You'll be trapped in here. And then you're basically going to have no choice but to give me your kids. Don't need you so much as need just a kid I can take daddy magic from. But yeah, it's been real your friends are adorable, whether it's the weird one with the, the one arm whose his kid is a demon now. Great job. Uh, the one who his who kids fucking owned you. Am I right, boys? Yeah, no, dude. Yeah, yeah. Kid, fuck off, man. Kids don't respect the other one. And then this one, uh, oh boy, Daryl is a whole other fucking thing. That's right. I can't even think of something mean to say. Yeah. <laughs> fucking idiot. Oh, uh, boy. That's a shame, man. But yeah, it's been real. Uh, Seacrest out. And then he puts his, uh, his finger. I like him now. Oh he puts God. his fingers to his head. Uh-oh. He puts his fingers to his head like a little gun and goes, pew. And his eyes roll back into his head and the homunculus body just slumps forward dead onto the table. I thought I'd know what to say. And then I did, I, he was there and I didn't know what to say. Ron, you did great, man. You did really, really. I'm so, I'm so proud of you, man. I hug Ron. That's not something anybody should know how to respond to. That's. That's what everything said was awful You're and right. not true. I don't know because I'm not in my brain. 
My brain uh, probably knows how to what now to say. You're making sense, Dude, <laughs> You are on my wavelength, man. I've been thinking that. What, do we gotta go into his brain to do the anchor? Is that the uh, let's let's shoot the gun again? Yeah, Daryl Daryl clearly should have had the gun from the first place because he fucking knows how to use it. So how, are we supposed to go in Ron's brain or something? Gun? So you shoot the gun in the air again and it the smoke makes the, the image shape. of Anthony Birch appears. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Uh, so the words, yes, comma, just call Aaron, I guess. Uh, she'll explain everything in more detail. Hey, Ron, you want to burn this cabin down? Well, I mean, it's a, nice have a fucking, fish and everything. Just have a desire to burn something. You know, I don't know if you guys ever get that feeling. Um, Ron, I'm just going to go set some stuff on fire. <laughs> well, Glenn, hold your horses for just a second, buddy. Ron, however you want to express your emotions right now is a safe place, and we're here for you, and we'll back you up. You want to burn this place down, we'll rip to shreds. You want to let out a big cry? We're here for you, man. Um... Let's just, um, I... Do you want to call Aaron? Yeah, let's call Aaron. All right, man. So Henry grabs a leaf? <laughs> yeah, the leaf that she keeps with you. And I say, Aaron O'Neill, Aaron O'Neill, what secrets can you reveal? Ooh, okay. Answer nice. the call as we ask. Let us know what is our task. Wow. Aaron picks up and she's like, you know you don't have to rhyme. <laughs> I know, it's just kind of a thing it's I fun. do. I'm a bit of a hip-hop star back home, so... Oh, nice. my God. <laughs> nice. Yeah, what's up? How you doing? Uh, so oh, your kids are fine, by the way. We oh. uh, we got them in the forest. Hey, how's how's Lark doing? It's not really about me right now, but how's Lark doing? He, I mean, he's like playing around on some of the branches with Sparrow, but I had to stop him from punching the trees a few times with the big glove on. I uh, asked him to stop, and he was just like not receptive. And the other one, Sparrow, kept being like, "Oh, he's sorry. He's going through some." Uh. Uh, so That's a yeah. really good Sparrow impression. I like uh, holy shit. They call me the woman of a thousand voices. <laughs> well, if you want to guide him towards a rock, maybe he can punch a rock, and you know that'll remind him of me, and then he'll want to punch that instead. I don't know how healthy that is, but yeah, I could, I could. <laughs> I'm just, figure it I'm out. just, you know, I know trees are your friends and all that. Yeah, no, uh, I appreciate that. Listen, we found Ron's anchor. It was really intense over here, but it looks like it's a box and we need to go into his brain. I think the anchor is like in his brain, in his brain. I think it's a like magic school. I think bus it's like something. a it's like a really sad magic school bus episode. That's a metaphor for abuse. I, I think is what it is. Most of those episodes sad. Well, actually, uh, if my brain is super big, then it might be a big. Uh, oh, never mind. So Aaron goes like, ah, <laughs> uh, just pats her off the back. <laughs> So Aaron kind of scratches her hair and goes like, oh, I, okay, so it's probably like a, like a memory thing or a personality thing or something, yeah, in your, in your mind mentally. Oh, actually, you know what? This actually lines up pretty well with something that Vince and I were figuring out. Hey, Vince, Vince, come over here. And you see the two-dimensional man, like, uh, no, he walk just over, like, turns. He's been there the yeah, he's been there whole time. time. <laughs> he turns 90 degrees, oh, and you can see him. Jesus. Oh. Ah, Vince, oh, God, you hey, gotta, Vince. You gotta, we got to put a bell on you or something. <laughs> um, Vince's like, hey, what's up? And uh, he goes, uh, what about the dimensional witch? And Vince goes, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, Aaron and I, we found the witch who cursed me to be two-dimensional like this. But um, he liked it. He stayed that way, right? Well, I mean, I'm not psyched about okay, it. Okay, sorry. Like, we were going <laughs> we to murder her. Oh. But if you want to find her first, because dimensions isn't just, you know, one, two, three, four dimensions. It's also like, you know, fact, scaling the dimensions of something. There are 404 dimensions, if I remember correctly. You're right. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. Uh, I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, she could maybe, like, you know, dimensions scale you and shrink you down and sort of send you into Ron if you can find her. So we're not like going into Ron's mindscape where we'd literally be like in his meat brain? Is that what you say? I think it's kind of a both thing. Oh, okay. It's All kind right. of a magical spell well, yeah. thing. Hit us up. Like, that seems like... Could you loop us into that email? <laughs> <laughs> While you're doing that, I have a question for you, Aaron. Yeah, what's up? Um, would you do a lot for a thousand gold? Uh, 
Yeah. We kind of just got into a thousand gold. So um, Willie said he was like shutting down the portal. It'd be good if we had like somebody doing some research or maybe trying to stop that while we're doing this. Like, I don't know if there's like, that's a lot of gold, right? I'm saying that's a lot of Darryl, gold. And you're making a hey, town. Daryl, huh? I know I'm not the business yeah. guy, but usually you don't start by giving them like a big number of money and then asking them if they would do a task. I'm for treating that Aaron like family. That's because that's oh, what Aaron right. is to I us. I mean, yeah, I'm just saying. I feel like this. What I'm asking for is a lot, which is like, would you go and kind of be on the look? Like, not on the lookout. I would want more than a lookout for a thousand gold. I'm just saying that Willie's <laughs> trying to shut down the dimensional portals that got us here, and we need to go inside Ron's brain to be really good. If we were like splitting up those tasks, and like somebody was like multitasking, yeah, figuring yeah. out what, what's going on with Willie. It's not fair that we just call you up, by the way, and just ask you questions. Like, we should pay you for that. So it's like, like a retainer. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, retainer. Beth May knows all about I, retainers. I, I, I do. <laughs> I used to have a retainer, and then I, I passed it a little while ago. Yeah. <laughs> so Aaron says, "Yeah, for a thousand gold, I could probably send some trees in at night, and they could be spying on him full time. I could figure out what the deal is because." If he's closing the portal, that means he's probably contracting out to a bunch of warlocks and wizards and shit. Um, I mean, for a thousand gold, could we get some like mercenaries to like you know hit the camp occasionally? That's slow what them I was going to say. Like, oh, yeah, right, I, Aaron, I could hire some mercenaries. What about, to, like, what about a team of anti wizards? What if we hire our own wizards to undo their wizard spell? Yeah, maybe we can hire some wizards to like slow down their magic with our own magic. Okay, sure. Actually, just turn and find the nearest tree. And uh, give it the thousand gold, and I will uh, <laughs> just <laughs> deposit it into any oh, like. The nearest tree is like four hundred yards away, and Daryl goes, <sighs> and he just starts running. <laughs> he runs down the hill. I'll be right back, guys. This is remarkably convenient. <laughs> and then I walk back up the hill. <laughs> so the tree uh, takes Bark it from of you, America, and like the inverse <laughs> of the fucking thing from uh, Spirited Away, puts all the gold into its like mouth. And then starts walking, clinking with every step. Got a little strut there. In the same direction that yeah, your kid's left in. So Aaron goes, yes, okay, cool. So I will hire some wizards, some mercenaries, try to fuck up their ability to do that. That'll give you more time to do whatever you need to do. Because, yeah, it sounds like once you deal hey, Aaron, with... is it really going to give us more time? Or is Anthony just going to tell us it'll give us more time? No, no, it really will. Because right. Anthony uh, had a plan to sort of have a certain number of people there that you had to maybe get rid of in the final battle. And maybe there's less of those now because you spent a shit ton of money uh, making that less of an issue. Right. Just like real life, we can solve our problems <laughs> and make life easier with money. Yes. All right. So yeah, that'll buy you some time. Just so you know, once you get Ron's anchor, you know, that's the, I guess that we're sort of in the end game, I guess, in a sense. So be careful. Hey, Aaron, I've been hoarding these mega elixirs. I have like 99 <laughs> of them here. And I like, I'm not going to probably, I'm going to probably end this whole thing with these, this entire, just like 99. No, of, no. Glenn, you got to hold on to those. We might need them later. You're right. You're right. We can't no, use the any problem, of them. The problem is uh, Willie can do confuse and then you just end up using those mega elixirs on him. And they'll turn you into a frog. And they'll do the whole uh, no, no, fucking... Anyway, I don't, I've been dragging these along this whole time. I've just been collecting them this whole time. You shatter them all. I have 500 <laughs> scrolls of fireball. That, uh, <laughs> all right. Anyone else got one? Best gamer joke? We're, we're doing them right now. I'm sorry, I'm a woman. <laughs> <laughs> the Dimensional Witch is living uh, currently in a town called Askim. Uh, that was sent to us by Martin Husby. Thank you, Martin. Yeah, luckily enough, it is within a day's walk uh, to your north. It's a little rundown, kind of sh ramshackle city. Um... Okay, is that anywhere close to Sigma? <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, let me have this, please. 
Dungeons and Daddies is Matt Arnold as Daryl Wilson, Anthony Birch as our DM, Will Campos as Henry Oak, Beth May as Ron Stampler, myself, Freddie Wong as Glenn Close. Our theme song is All Right by Maxton Waller. Courtney Theron is our content producer. Ashley Nicolette is our community manager. Chad Ells provides additional editing, and Robin Rapp is our transcriber. Special thanks this week to Martin Hughesby for submitting a location name we are using in this campaign. And also special thanks to all of our great Patreon supporters, but especially Maxfield Murphy, Brocha Good, Webby Hirsch, Calum Russell, Lee Skelet, Amanda Pitcher, Aaron 1A, Gage Stoneman, Alec Johnson, Patron Stampler, Arian Srivastava, Mikkel, oh my goodness, Mikkel Hjortshoy, there's so many H's and J's in this one. Freddie Kim, Tease DeCock, Jerry's still out if that one's a real one. Emily, Nick Bassett, Tessa Crowell, Adam and Mike Carpenter. Also, congratulations to Adam and Katrina Ranjo for getting hitched. About time. Best of luck to you on your nuptials, I guess. By the way, it's not too late. There are still tickets available for our live show this Sunday, June 20th. That's Father's Day at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Let me just pull it up real quick. Ah, yeah, we have infinity tickets remaining because it's an online event. There's no such thing as physical needs. You can head on over to DungeonsAndDaddies.com. There you will find a link to the Eventbrite. Tickets are five bucks, but if you're a Patreon supporter, you automatically get access at all levels. We'll be posting a live link on the day in the Patreon feed. We got a really fun hybrid Jenga D20 system. We'll be playing with it's gonna be a lot of fun that's this sunday june 20th father's day 5 p.m pacific tickets at dungeonsanddaddies.com support us on patreon get access to the live show get access to tons of behind the scenes and bonus content that's patreon.com slash dungeons and dads twitter at dungeons and dads subreddit dungeons and daddies our next episode is coming at you june 29th we will see you then there was a time when you Never brought you down. So I got 16 plus three. Okay. So here's what happens. Oh my God. You can see in the leaf, Aaron, and time slows down. (laughs) (laughs) Aaron furrows her brow and cocks her head and goes, What's up? And then as she does that, you see Peyton in the distance behind her. Sprinting as fast as he can. He's going, Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, and then automatically invests your money for you. You ever seen a big squirrel? (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what, Beth, I felt like a big squirrel when I was using Acorns when I was squirreling away my paycheck money away into investments. It was very easy, very easy to use. The Rock uses sometimes, it. The Rock yeah, uses sometimes it. Sometimes I yeah. see a squirrel so big, I'm like, is that dangerous? <laughs> uh, Acorns was great because I think a lot of people have a lot of questions about how the stock market works. It made it very, very simple. It was a very simplified way of getting into it. It divides things up, and the portfolios that are pre-built are just like, yeah, sound portfolios. Mm. Head to acorns.com dungeons or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Clients' testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier 1 compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote a few important disclosures at acorns.com slash dungeons. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC. Acorns is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Broker services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. 
Dungeons and Dads is brought to you this week by him. Boing. Boing. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. What is? Wait, what? Why was it if your sex life is not important and you're pretty free? Well, <laughs> uh, you may not have the time to go to the doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction, but through HIMS, you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. The dream. HIMS provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name okay. treatments Hello. like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. Do they have Flintstone versions? Wish I had I'm a generic alternative sure. to my wife. I'm pretty sure that Hanna-Barbera Dude, and I, I want whatever Barney Rubble's eating. That, guy, <laughs> that guy's got to go. You see, they got so much energy that they can drive a car with their feet. <laughs> the process dude, is Barney simple. Barney was punching above his weight limit. Like 100%. That's true. He didn't skip leg day, dude. He had thighs, dog. Barney could grip me between his thighs any day of the week. The process is like, simple. It's <laughs> process simple. 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor visits. Answer a series of questions on their site. The medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you for free. No insurance needed if ED is getting used Dude, out. Dude, Barney probably wears that, just like that long shirt so that he could just like roll it up at any time. His <laughs> dick is right there. Oh That's God. why he's wearing that long shirt. It's time you join the hundreds of thousands of trusted him subscribers to get treated. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash daddies. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash daddies for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash daddies. Get as hard as the Stone Age. Hardmans nice. are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 